I'm seeing some spec potential with my third eye. Let's talk about it. Another week and even more record breakers to discuss. So I got my homie Jem in on the line to talk about the key collectors runners up list. This is the runners up list. Books that didn't have enough sales to make the hot 10, but still had record breaking sales worth mentioning. Hit that like, make sure you're subscribed as we jump into number 10 with Fantastic Four issue 20. Debuting in 1963, this right here is the second appearance of The Watcher, and it's also fun because it's the first written work by George R.R. R. Martin from Game of Thrones fame. We'll touch on that in a little bit. But I think the reason why it's on the list today is because it's the first appearance of the Molecule Man who has direct ties to Secret Wars. Right, if everything is leading up to Secret Wars, the Jonathan Hickman version, you gotta have Doom, and Doom's gotta have Molecule Man, so it's a good spec. A CGC 3.0 sold for $129 back in 2019, and it's up 74% now, selling for 225 It's really fun to read the passage from George R.R. R. Martin. He sent a letter to Stan Lee just praising the writing, and also giving some notable critiques but he also mentions in this letter about his love for avengers number nine where we get introduced to wonder man and he joins the avengers and dies the same issue it was that type of depth character development and then tragedy in one comic that right there shows a bit of foreshadowing and how he would take to writing in the future. You know, the tragedies that are found in Game of Thrones have direct ties to his experience reading Marvel comics. It would be very nice to say that my great literary influences were F. Scott Fitzgerald and Charles Dickens and uh, other, other respected literary figures. Stan Lee was probably more influential than any of them. The first published words of mine ever to appear were my letter in Fantastic Four number 20 which was uh, critiquing, uh, if you could call it a critique, Fantastic Four number 17. But my critique consisted of saying, move over Shakespeare, Stan Lee has arrived. (laughs) Now before we move on to number nine of this list of 10, it's actually comprised of a much larger list that you can find on Key Collector app. That's right, Key Collector Comics, the best comic app in existence. Catalog your comics, get suggested pricing, and so much more. Like the runners-up list, which, as Jem just mentioned, is comprised of more than 10 comics. We picked the 10 favorites. And you're going to want to download the app so you can search more potential books to spec on because I think with number nine, we're seeing a clear path with some undervalued books that are primed to be purchased now. Fantastic Four issue 72, Jack Kirby goodness, the king of comics debuting in 1968. Sticking with Fantastic Four, sticking with Silver Age, it's just an iconic cover. No other key relevance, and it's an awesome cover at that. I totally get it, but the Silver Surfer, Galactus, first appearances becoming more and more outpriced. Collectors are going to go to the next best thing, the first solo series becoming expensive as well. So then you're going to want to grab these key moments or key covers. A 3.5 sold for $100 back in December. It's more than doubled. It's up 104%, now selling for $204. we have talked about villain crossovers, characters meeting for the first time, battling for the first time. Go search for Silver Surfer covers that just look awesome, specifically ones that Jack Kirby bought. Ones that may not have key significance, but... With this book doubling in price in just under a year, I think it's prime for speculation across the board. People are losing their minds about Star Fox. Seeing Thanos again in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness spiked Iron Man 55 this past week. Wait until we see Silver Surfer hit the screen. It's going to be a game changer. Moving on to number eight, we have an OG variant, Wolverine 145 from 1999. 
a variant mail-away comic done by legendary artist Bill Sinkovich, where Logan is depicted on the cover where half of his body is exposed. You can see his adamantium on one end and Logan on the other, and it's a wraparound cover with Sabretooth on the back. I like these kind of old-school 90s variants where it wasn't done for every issue. It had to be a milestone or some kind of reason. A CGC 9.8 hit market back in January of 2021, and it sold for 1700 which leads us to this week's sale. That brings us to a 9.2 recent high sale. We have last selling back in 2020 for $650, an increase of 69% selling for $1,100. Imagine if a 9.8 came out in this marketplace. You had to send out, cut out barcodes and submit them by a deadline. Many people didn't even know that this was a thing. They didn't even spot the offer, let alone get the comic in good enough shape and imagine getting this black cover in a grade above a 9.0. That's why people are after it. It's a classic cover, and it was tough to attain. This is also the return of Wolverine's adamantium. And to just kind of put it in perspective, the scarcity, there are 56 CGC 9.8s of this variant and 24 CGC 9.8 signature series. And we're not done talking about Daredevil this week. After so much news breaking, we have the Defenders looking like they're geared to gear up and join Disney Plus with the whole slate of shows that are happening there. We have a key book to discuss with Submariner on the cover, Daredevil number seven from 1965. This is the debut of Daredevil's classic red costume. And I want to know what the community thinks. Do you like red Daredevil better or yellow? Or do you prefer him in that Frank Miller classic black costume? Well, we have an 8.0 back in April going for $2,050, up 32%, now selling for $2,700. Personally, I'm always a fan of the all-red costume. Moving on to number six on the list, we have Marvel Team-Up Annual 1. It's the first team-up of Spider-Man and the new X-Men. Debuting in 1976, Spider-Man did team up with Nightcrawler, but this is the first meeting of Wolverine and Spider-Man as well, and the second appearance of Jean Grey as the Phoenix. There are multiple reasons to spec on this book, but I suspect it's happening because of these major team-up moments that we already discussed on the list. We have a 9.8 that sold back in November for 800. Jem, it's up 100%. That's some easy math. Hit him with it. Yeah, just shy of $1,600, doubling up. These key events are something that we've been noticing. It's a trend, so keep an eye on them. If you enjoy what we do, hit the link in the description and join the June Mystery Mail Call. We have a stunning all-new Fantastic Four One cover going out in every single box. Kang the Conqueror done by Alex Maleev. Support the show and at the list at number five, Space Ghost number one from 1967. Jem, I used to watch this as a kid. Wasn't a huge fan. Do you know Space Ghost well? I always watched Space Ghost Coast to Coast, where he was like some kind of talk show host. (laughs) That's actually what I watched. I didn't really watch the old show, but the thing on, was it Cartoon Network? Yeah, with like the Praying Mantis character. I used to watch it. It was like on late at night. (laughs) Clearly members are trying to secure what they can. Classic characters, characters who have been featured on the screen. We both have seen stuff within our own generation, let alone the shows that took place prior to that Cartoon Network show. And we have two records to report on. I'll hit you with the first one with the 7.0. Just last week going for 618, up 18% in seven days, selling for $730. 
And what are the chances we get two record-breaking sales? A CGC 9.2 sold for $1,300 last year, and it's up 131%, now selling for three grand. I suspect trickle-down is inbound. Now, at the list at number four, it's something funny I like to say. A lot of dealers do it as well. When we talk about Hulk 181, which is the first appearance of Logan Wolverine, we like to joke about it being the Wendigo appearance. And what we have on the list today is Incredible Hulk 162, debuting in 1973, the first appearance of the Wendigo. Yeah, this is like the book you get after Hulk 181, which is the first full appearance, first cover appearance. But yeah, the Wendigo appeared a few issues earlier. Incredible Hulk 162. We have a CGC 9.8 to report on. It sold for four grand back in September. Just a few months later, it's up 50%, selling for six grand. Butch loves the Wendigo. We have at number three, Bronze Age horror goodness. More trickle-down effect has arrived. Frankenstein number one from 1973. Now, we spoke about this book before and how the Frankenstein from X-Men issue 40 was really just an android, so it doesn't count. This is the key issue to own. A CGC 9.6 sold for $1,020 back in December. Again, just a few short months later, it's up 47% and it sold for $1,495. At the beginning of this month, a 9.8 shattered records. Last selling for $1,250 in 2020, increase of 172% landing at $33.95. This right here demonstrates an interest in classic characters, but I want to point to other notable occult horror Bronze Age books that you should consider, like Tomb of Dracula 1. We know how Moon Knight's been going. Look over at Marvel for like Midnight Suns and Ghost Rider. If Frankenstein is spiking, what else is going to inevitably go up? You know what else is going up? Loki. He's coming back for season two, and number two on the list is his first appearance in Journey into Mystery 85. I just want to see Kang, Jem, but I'll settle for Loki on the list. We have the first appearance of Loki and the first cameo appearance of Odin and the third appearance of Thor and a 7.5 record breaker. Back in October, going for $11,889, up 26%, an increase of over $3,000 selling for $14,990. The book is worth 15 k Hot damn, comic fan. You mentioned Kang. I love that Alex Maleev cover you guys got in the June Mystery Mail Call. Very well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jem. Hit the like, slap the subscribe. Comment, what do you think about this list? All these record breakers that want you to win this Invincible 1. Omni-Man Tyler Kirkham, goodness. And at the list of number one, a major blue chip book. Debuting in 1940, the first appearance of the Joker in Batman number one. It's really a quadruple key if you think about it. The first Batman solo title, first appearance of Joker, first appearance of the cat, Selina Kyle, who becomes Catwoman, and the first appearance of the Batplane, which there would be many iterations. There are $3 million sales for this book, but we're going to talk about a CGC 4.0 that came to market because it sold for $150,000 back in 2019, but Tom... What did it sell for this week? For an increase of over $100,000, we have an all-new high, up 76%, going to the damn moon, Gem, selling for $264,000. Comic fam, what a week of sales. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and as always, geek responsibly, stay minty fresh out there. Enough said. Every single Wednesday, I hit the mic with so many of my homies, Gem Mint, Milgi Comics. My dad joins us on Whatnot Wednesdays. We also have Sammy and Tony from Skeleton Key Comics, Nerdy Girl Comics. Shout out Danielle. We also have Nate Johnson, the impeccable artist and the golden age guru, 
packing the house for over eight hours of sales. Dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. What not? Link in the description to follow my profile. We got the giveaways. We got the keys. I'm bringing Silver Age and graded books and so much more. We also have two other videos for you to check out. Enjoy them. We made them for you.